Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi again, everybody. It's Believe Sports, Business, Sports, Media. My name is Fred. And you can email us at sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Tom Hofarth continues to work in Venice, California for a charity. Art Source is with us, former kicker for the Rams, USC, and he runs Galaxy Sports. And Art, did you hear Trump's speech a few minutes ago? Hey, we're taping this at uh, 4.15 on uh, Thursday afternoon. So what do you think of Donald's speech? Very quickly. Well, you know, I'm kind of over it all, Fred. To be perfectly honest with you. I, I just, I truly believe that we live in a nation that's corrupt now. And uh, whether it's the red, the red side or the blue side, to me, it's, uh, it's just too much to handle. All right. So I wake up this morning. I'm looking forward to some Pac-12 college football. Your Trojans of USC at 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday against Arizona State. My Bruins later at Colorado and Carl Durrell. And then I uh, look on my iPhone and Cal versus Washington canceled. Cal's got so many players they can't with COVID or tested positive for COVID. They cannot play the game. This is the first week of the Pac-12. BYU's played seven games or 7-0. and And the Pac-12 can't get off its feet. Why are we playing at all? Great question. Um and then we're playing at 9 a.m. on the West Coast, <laughs> Arizona State and Jaden Daniels and, uh, and the Trojans and Keaton Slovis, two great quarterbacks. Um, so it used to be the Pac-12 after dark. Now it's, uh, it's mimosas in the morning with the Pac-12, I guess. <laughs> I read something interesting. You know, the Fox usual college football pregame show, all the guys at this point – uh, are locked out because uh, they were near somebody who's got COVID, so they're going to use their pro football guys to do the pregame show. Any comments? That's that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, it, it, and 240 like... million 240 million people have died in this country, million across America, across the world, and uh, 240,000 friends. 240,000 and million around the world, and and we continue to, to uh, accept the fact that greed is more important than the kid's health. Listen, if you're a pro football player, uh, you make a net decision, you're a man. Uh, and your wife and you discuss it, whatever the case might be. You're a 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kid. You want to play. You think you're immortal. And so they talk you into playing. And then the result is, uh, you know, you may get the disease and the virus. You may get it and obviously hopefully get through it but maybe it hurts your lungs for the rest of your life or hurts your brain for the rest of your life or hurts some part of your body for the rest of your life and you'll never know why but that it happened but it happened so you played the game art uh, uh i think you'd make the wise choice but a lot of these kids aren't well you know you know fred um i do think that we live in a society in 2020 
that uh, is is burdened by so much greed that it's it, it's really corrupting so many different businesses. I'm looking at what Chris Mortensen wrote this morning regarding John Elway and yeah. the president, the president of the Broncos, Mr. Ellis, all having COVID-19. You've got, you know, you've got all these crazy things happening in the NFL now. You know, you've got the Ravens, you've got the Texans, you've got the Bears, the Chiefs, and the Colts all closing facilities because players are testing positive. Cal and Washington having to, you know, to, to cancel their games. It, at a certain point in time, you know, and we've talked about this on other shows, Fred, the idea is to err on the side of safety. And I just don't seem to think that whether you're the powers that be as a, as a commissioner in college or an NFL commissioner or an NBA commissioner, I just don't think they really care about the players anymore, and uh, it, it's kind of sad, in my personal opinion. Talking to Art Source, uh, who kicked for the Rams, kicked for the Trojans, runs Galaxy Sports. I'm Fred Wallen. You could email us at sportsfred at AO.com. This is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. We're at now. It's a 419 on Thursday. We are one hour away from the Packers versus the 49ers in a game that should never played art uh, I, I absolutely agree I mean you know the NFL has built, built in a contingency based on everything that I've heard from my sources where they're not really worried about when they play the Super Bowl it can be moved back to March so I mean I, I question you know we've talked about this as well Fred you know putting a one-week buy-in in a 16 game schedule you know plus playoffs, it would have been so much easier to have a little bit, a couple more weeks in there where they could, you know, adjust, knowing full well that if you're not going to be in a bubble, you know, people are human beings are human beings. They're going to have interaction. What was the great Barbara Streisand line? People need people. Yeah. People who need people. You know, it's hard to go through your life and not touch other people. You know, I was just reading about Dustin Johnson going through the professional golfer, you know, going through the last two weeks, and now he's preparing for a Masters in November, and he finds himself in a situation where he has no idea where he got this virus because he's really taken, you know, amazing care to not, you know, put himself in harm's way. And now he thinks that it must have been in Vegas a couple of weeks ago, you know, when they played the, uh, when he was, war- you know, practicing for the, the CJ Cup. And, but it, it, it is amazing to me. Art, right, I don't know if you watched last Sunday's uh, NFL game, but for 50 years I've been watching either Monday night football, Thursday night football, or Sunday night football. I would say the Dallas-Philadelphia game would be in the bottom five. I think the game put Chris and Al to sleep. I don't know if you saw the game, but... Uh... Well, I'll, put, I'll tell you what. I've watched Al Michaels for, for nearly 40 years as an announcer. Right. And, and I've never seen him make as many mistakes as he made that particular evening. And uh, I just, I actually had to turn their sound down. There it is. Chris Collinsworth, <laughs> Chris Collinsworth was just, I mean, he was amazing. He was grading on everything. And, uh, you know, I used to like that team, but it was almost like they were making fun of uh, the quarterback for the Cowboys, Danucci. And, you know, the kid was making his first start. And, yeah, he threw the ball from the side a little bit. You know, he did some things that were different. 
But how many great quarterbacks, you know, didn't really look good in their first games? <laughs> I think they were a little harsh, but I agree with you on that, Fred. It was not a real good show to be putting on Sunday Night Football, in my opinion. <laughs> All right, let's switch uh, to uh, baseball, Major League Baseball. The Dodgers, of course, win the World Series last week. We talk about that and Justin Turner. They've got some free agent questions. Um, I think uh, if Kiki Hernandez is fair, and I, I look, here's a guy you can play every position except pitcher. If you remember a couple years ago, they I had think him on he's a valuable, valuable part of that team because of what you just said. Right. So, you know, if he says, I want a four year contract at, I don't know, $12 million a year, I hope the Dodgers sign him. If he says he wants $20 million a year, I can see why. No, but you just said it. I think. He's a very valuable commodity. I think other teams might want him, but the Dodgers make more money than anybody. As a Dodger fan, I want Kiki back. Yeah, you know, the key, the key three guys are Jock Peterson, Justin Turner, and, uh, and Kiki. And, and of the three, you know, looking, I, I kind of like Jock Peterson, too, because, you know, in, in a 162-game season, you're going to probably face 100 right-handers, 110 right-handers, yeah. and the guy could hit. And, you know, if, he's, if his head's squared on, you see when he focuses in the playoffs, he's an over 300 hitter with great power. You know, um, in terms of leadership, I, I was a huge Justin Turner fan until, you know, <laughs> what happened in Game 6 of the World Series. But, uh, yeah, the other thing that really bothers me is, is, you know, down south, the Angels. You know, at what point in time, you know, they, they get rid of their general manager and, you know, they're talking about Dombrowski and Dombrowski's going to hang out with the Music City Baseball Group and, and, and John Lore. And, you know, they, they've got a couple guys there that, have, that, that I think they could really use, uh, you, you know, and, and they need to find some great arms, and they also, they also need to address the fact that there are not that many great general managers out there. And it seems like they're recycling these guys again and again and again. What are your thoughts on that, Fred? Well, I agree with you about the GM, but you mentioned great arms. Okay, so here's the circumstance. Uh, they have no pitching whatsoever. Uh, Tehran is supposed to be their best, and they let him go. They didn't uh, uh, offer him uh, the $18.9 million. But uh, Trevor Bauer didn't accept Cincinnati's offer of 18.9, so he's a free agent. Here's a guy he's a UCLA kid, from, right? from UCLA. Here's a guy who's as talented as anybody. Now, look, he's a head case. I mean, he thinks he knows everything. you got Corey Kluber, too, and I'm, yeah. I'm not mistaken. They're buddies from Cleveland. Yeah, so why? whatever it – Artie, are you listening right here to Sports Business, Sports Media on Believe? Artie, we want you to sign uh, Trevor Bauer, even if he wants $30 million a year times five, yeah. because you need a pitcher. Somebody to, to... time is running out on the Mike Trout, you know. I mean, <laughs> how long are you going to, you know, keep this guy from having a chance to show his wares, you know, in the playoffs? He's played in three playoff games in nine years. That's not right for the Angel fans. And I love the fact that they have a lineup that's great hitting. But you know, I know baseball's changed analytically, but let's let's be honest. Great teams are still pitching in defense. Ask Mookie Betts. <laughs> By the way, you mentioned you mentioned Mookie for the fifth consecutive year. Uh, he won a Gold Glove in in right field. Yeah. I don't think anybody could question that, right? I don't think so either. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I looked at the three people that they nominated for MVP, and Freddie Freeman had a great year. And uh, and you know, I look at Machado of the Padres, but honestly, Mookie Betts made the difference 
This team was very, very good, the Dodgers, without him. With him, they won the world championship. That's the most valuable player, in my opinion. Again, that's not considering the playoffs, though. So at that point, uh, you know, you go by stats. I, I mean, guess he still more. had a great year. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I, mean, I would vote for him. The leadoff spot, they yeah. had the best record in Major League Baseball. By a mile. So, I mean... Yeah, I no, yeah. I would agree. I, I would agree. I'm just saying that. Uh, and again, we talked about this last week. Uh, I would have at least given him a co-most valuable player in the World Series, even though his stats weren't uh, up there with. with so, Fred, with we're talking about billions of dollars hemorrhaging. Yes. ESPN is going to lay off another 500 people. Yes. According to their uh, their their president, which is Jimmy Pitaro. Right. Um, you know, it, it's at the point where wow. When is the world going to get back to being normal? Well, I think uh, what we 100,000 new cases yesterday, so and on a thousand deaths or something like that. So I mean, it's like I don't know. I have no answer. Here's but... some great news, though, Fred. Tell me, um, I could you're you were a Don Drysdale fan, right? A very good friend. Yes. Well, Don Drysdale is up for the Ford C. Frick Broadcaster Award mm-hmm. along with. One of my favorites, he slid into third base, Dizzy Dean. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm, I'm excited about two great right-handed pitchers uh, who were really awesome in the booth getting a chance. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you, it's, it's wild times in Ridgemont right now. Let me just tell you something. You know, when Don pitched, uh, you know, he threw at people. When Don pitched, he was having problems with his wife. When I met him, it was much later in the mid-80s, and then I, when I started doing Dodger Talk, we spent a lot of time down in Vero Beach, and uh, he was one of the nicest guys you're ever going to meet in life at that point in time. I yeah, and you, I also knew him at the same time, Fred, because I was bringing Mizuno into the United States, and I was involved in their baseball gloves and baseball cleats and bats, and so I was delivering stuff to spring training and going to the ballparks, and Double D, let me tell you something, the man, the man was always a class act, and I, my favorite, one of my favorite two broad, two broadcast teams, were he and Dick Enberg together. Right. I heard them do a broadcast uh, the night or the afternoon after Lyman Bostock was murdered in Chicago. Oh God! And and I wish I had a KMPC tape of that broadcast because I was very very young, and they talked about things that I would have never dreamed were going on in Major League Baseball. And someday we'll get to touch on that and uh, because it's it's fascinating. And they were both going on. Uh, Big D was going to the ABC, and Dick Enberg had been hired by NBC. So they kind of had a free free reign here, their last game ever. And as it turned out, it was their last, last broadcast ever together. So, All right. Uh, you mentioned Drysdale. Uh, we mentioned, you mentioned Al Michaels. We've been very lucky here in Southern California. Al did some work here, obviously. Don Drysdale, Dick Andrews. Wasn't he Chick Hearn's man for an hour or two? Yeah, for an hour. That's all it was, too. Uh, Chick didn't like other people inter- interfering with what Chick was saying, and Al had a tendency to actually try to speak what he felt. And so um, he, he went to Hawaii and did the Islanders and, and whatever, and, of course, came back with the Reds. But my point is, of all these guys, if somebody – said to you, you've got to choose just one Southern California sports guy. Now, I would say Vinny just off the cuff, but you may say Chick. You might say uh, Dick Enberg. Who would you say, Art Source? Well, 
I like I liked them all, you know, and, and I call them I call them the fearsome foursome because you got to throw Bob Miller in there. Yes, as well. yes, another wonderful, wonderfully nice guy, and a great man. I mean, I I, I went to the Jim Murray Foundation uh, dinner last October, and I got to sit at his table, and we had such a great time. Yeah, I learned more about the NHL and hockey in an hour and a half with Bob mm-hmm. Miller, and his his wife was a wonderful lady and. And I got to tell you, we were we've been absolutely blessed. I mean, I even go back to Dave Niehaus, and and I mean, what another great broadcaster! I mean, he's a legend in the Seattle, Washington area. And uh, but I would have to go with Vinny only because, you know, much like Bob Euchre, who's going to be going into his fiftieth year behind the mic, Vinny stood the test of time. And I remember as a little kid going to the beach, you know, in the '60s, and I had my transistor radio, and uh, boy. If the Dodgers were playing in Montreal at Jerry Park or something, you know, it was just everybody had their radios tuned in to Vince Kelly. And uh, let me just add one thing. Uh, Bob Kelly, now he died in 1966, so many people listening right here to Believe Sports Business never heard him. But uh, he was the Ram announcer, the L.A. Angel Pacific Coast League announcer, mm-hmm. and, uh, and other things for KMPC, Sports 6. This is no joke. I mean, I'd get home from school at like three o'clock, uh, like half a block to the house. I'd have something to eat. I'd be back at the park at three thirty. I'd leave the park at five forty-five. So I'd never. Well, that was before Healy, uh, so I could make sports at six with Bob Kelly, old Kel, and of course his son, Paracot Kelly, Pat Kelly, uh, did a great job, of course, on KMET FM hey, for all those years. KMET, yeah, KMET, and the yeah Paracot Kelly, the rock and roll station. I remember that. You know, we also had some other good broadcasters as well that we got to remember. We had Freddie Hessler. We had oh, Tom yeah. Harmon. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, you know, one of my favorites, Tom Kelly. Yeah. You know, the Trojans come out, and Anthony uh, Anthony Davis dots the eye. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a halcyon days, some unbelievable times, and we were very, very privileged. Let me just say one thing about Tom Harmon. I was working for Tom Harmon Sports Magazine in Las Vegas in 1977, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we'd fly home on the same Southwest Airline. This one night, Sunday night, um, we were late. And uh, because he was Tom Harmon, they said, well, if you can catch the plane, you can get on. Now, remember now, he was an All-American in the early 1970s. Oh, were you chasing the, You were at McCarran chasing <laughs> Honest to God, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I was I was a pretty good athlete, I, but again, I'm 50 years younger than him, and uh, he was an All-American in Michigan in the early 40s. He beat me to the plane. I swore to blank God by 150 yards. I've never well, seen. He was a hell of a tennis player you know, up into his <laughs> 60s, and and also a very good golfer. Um, it's like you know people don't know how great a golfer Jerry West was. Yeah, Jerry West had the, had the course record. At, at Brentwood, I believe he shot sixty or something. I mean, you know, these guys are great athletes. I, I remember taking uh, Steve Obradovich, the great volleyball player, beach yeah. volleyball player. Yeah. And we went to Newport Beach Country Club back in the early seventies, and he really hadn't played much golf, and he used my clubs. He shot seventy-seven, <laughs> and he had probably played golf two or three times. Just wonderful hand-eye coordination. The guy could leap forty inches out of the beach sand. I mean, these are just great athletes. And I was always privileged to be around those kind of guys, you know, at USC in the in the mid seventies, late seventies. When you think of the athletes that I got to see, from Anthony Munoz to Marcus Allen, and uh, you know, down the line, uh, Clay Matthews. It was, 
it was a real, real thrill to be able to see the greatest players who went on to become Hall of Famers, you know, when they were very young. You saw him close up. Uh, finally, right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media, you know, I used to go to Venice High School uh, and shoot baskets and play three-on-three three and whatever it was at, at Venice uh, when I was in high school. And again, I played basketball at Culver City High School. But anyway, I was born in Venice, so I'd go to Venice High School. Now UCLA is trying to get together like a four-team uh, uh, tournament or classic here in Southern California, basketball-wise. I th- well, first thing when I read that, I said to myself, what, are they going to Venice High School and playing three-on-three? Three? It's now, f- today is what, fe- February, uh, November 5th, uh, uh 2020, and they want this thing by the 20th. They want a four-team classic. Now, again, I'm going to repeat what we'll have as we open this show. They're not going to make a lot of money from it, but isn't it not so? I mean, to put kids at risk yeah. for something that it's you're planning it, 15 days in advance? Fred, Fred, it, this is not the time to do that. I mean, now that Dr. Fauci said the other day that he doesn't expect this thing to, to actually be done with, until late 2021. Well, I'll let you know, man. I'm touching go whether I can make it that long, because it's it's at the point where, I mean, you know, I'm a pretty social butterfly in a lot of ways, and it's just taking such a toll on relationships, and people, and you know, death, and just you know, I I don't see many people when I drive around with smiles on their faces anymore, Fred, and. And that really hurts me because I love people. I love the country. And it's just everybody is so dour. And, you know, this country needs to find a way to come together. 100% correct. Art, again, thank you for uh, doing Believe Sports Business Sports Media. And, again, Art and I and and Mark Mancini, uh, you can hear us uh, on Sports Overnight America on uh, Sirius XM 211. That's uh, Friday night at 10, Saturday night at midnight. That's uh, Los Angeles time. And, of course, so we also do – what show do we do on Saturday? And who sponsors it? <laughs> Sports Universe, brought to you by Under Armour and Galaxy Sports. What time is it on? It's on 10 o'clock on KMETAM 1490. And they're located in the Inland Empire. And we're going to go head up against USC football. I can hear the, the band playing right now. <laughs> So it's 10 a.m., is that correct? 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Standard standard time. Oh, that's you, did, right. you, did, you did change your clock. Uh, actually, back here in Pennsylvania, it says on my one of my desk, I haven't got to that one yet, it says it's a quarter to nine. Well, that, <laughs> then you're an hour early, baby. Then, then you're going you're gonna to miss or not miss the... Uh, uh, results from Arizona at uh, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Art Source, uh, welcome. Uh, thank you for doing the show, and uh, we shall talk My to pleasure, you tomorrow friend. on Sports Overnight America. Good Scott, night. thank you very much uh, for putting together Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Folks, email us. Love your thoughts. Art's got some strong opinions. I've got some strong opinions. When Tom Hoforth does it, he's got some strong opinions. Email us, sportsfredadeo.com. Listen to all the shows on Believe. And thank you very much. We'll see you in 167 hours on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 
With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.